Blog Talk Radio. Good evening and welcome to Housey Prep Gospel Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, Freddie Howard. I am on today on a Sunday afternoon, on a beautiful Sunday afternoon uh, here in Alabama as well as in New Jersey. I'm on with uh, Ross Thompson, founder and manager of, of the group Friends out of New Jersey, northern New Jersey. You can reach him at 973-703-0193. And uh, we're going to play a couple of intro information about them, and then them ladies will be on talking for themselves. Welcome to the broadcast. Stick with us for about the next hour. You can find us on the Internet under the hashtag HowCee, H-O-W-C-E-E, or you can call the radio station at 347-202-0317 or 619-639-4634. Or to get in touch with us to talk with these ladies are 713-955-0464. In just a moment, in a few minutes, about uh, six or seven minutes or so, you are going to be talking with friends here on House Even Gospel, Blog Talk Radio. Stay with us. Good evening and welcome to House Even Gospel, Blog Talk Radio. Enjoy. It's going to be all right. Hi, everybody. I'm Ross Thompson. I'm Brittany Dawson. I'm Tiffany McCutcheon. And I'm Taisha Hilbert. And we are the group friends. We are looking forward to celebrating with you on Saturday, April 24th at 12 o'clock. Our host will be none other than WBLS, WLIB, Liz Black, followed by some phenomenal comedians, our very own psalmist, Reverend Leo Williamson, and quartet recording stars, Little Jay and the Spiritual Boys. And we just want you to remember that no matter what you're going through, it's going to be all right. It's going to be all right, no matter what. You stay in there on House of Gospel, Blog Talk Radio. Breaking news tonight, the coronavirus forcing millions more Americans into virtual lockdown. Over 75 million people in New York, California, Illinois, and Connecticut ordered to stay at home. What's going on, boss? How you doing? Hey, uh, calling with some not-so-good news. Unfortunately, at this time, looks like we're not going to be able to keep it. Really? Yeah, I'm sorry, but that's, you know, that's the time we're living in. Need to apologize. All right. Thanks for the call. saying we are on the verge of a medical disaster. Tonight, the governors of New York, California, Illinois, and Connecticut 
taking drastic and historic action. Residents of multiple states told to go home and stay home as the coronavirus crisis explodes across the nation, affecting at least 76 million people. The orders...
wow, it is going to be all right. Yes, Ooh. it is. Ross, y'all bad. Y'all bad. <laughs> oh, yeah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Yes, sir. Uh, welcome to House of Healing Gospel Blog Talk Radio, all the way from big city of Beatrice, Alabama, all 300 of us. <laughs> all right. Hey, talk to me. Tell me. Y'all introduce yourselves. Ross, we'll start with you since all you're the right. manager. All right. Uh, my name is Ross Thompson. My name is Tiffany McCutcheon. My name is Taisha Hilbert, and I'm Brittany Dawson. I'm the lead, welcome, lead singer. Welcome, welcome, Okay, ladies, and we're, y'all we're got ready. the flow. Yeah. Yeah, so, and uh, we are grateful for the opportunity to be able to speak with you. Um, the song was inspired by all that has been going on within the last year. We wanted to remind not just one specific genre, not just one specific race, but we wanted to uh, inform the whole world that no matter what is happening, no matter what you are going through, sickness, uh, virtual learning, job loss, and just the change of life, you know, I will never forget those two words that still resonate, stay home. And because of it, we were able to, you know, come up uh, and, and um, you know, uh, sing a song that is powerful and sing a song that is relatable. So we are grateful for the opportunity. Yes. Amen. Yes, we are. Thank you. God be the glory. It's definitely, definitely going to be all right. That's one of the things about what's going on with mm-hmm. COVID. Everybody seems to be throwing their hands up in the air, but God's got it. It's going to be all right. Uh, tell me how y'all got started. How y'all got, how y'all got started? Well, we actually got started about two years ago. It was the vision of Miss Rosalind Thompson to start a group. And to God be the glory, here we are two years later, uh, still singing God's praises and still working together truly as friends. That's not just the name of our group, but that's truly who we are. And actually what happened was there was a church anniversary um, Roz had been, you know, wanting to sing the song from the Alabama Girls, Heaven Belong to You, because that's her jam right there. <laughs> and she, you know, was afforded an opportunity to do so, you know, when she prayed about it because she wanted to write, you know, singing that song, as she was, she says. Um, and she reached out to myself, to Tiff, to Ty, and we came together during her church's, um, anniversary, I believe it was their choir anniversary, and we sung Heaven Belong to You, and the chemistry was just there. It was like we had been singing for years already, you know, together as a group. And that was the day, it was May 3rd, uh, 2019, that the group Friends formed. And like Tiffany said, we have been together ever since. And even during the pandemic, uh, we've still been ministering uh, to the people. So God has been uh, faithful to us. Yes, he has. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. That is awesome. How did you guys get hooked up with Dara? Well, um, I had the I had the opportunity to, to meet Daryl uh, uh, via Facebook, actually. And uh, we uh, established a conversation, and I knew that we needed a good promoter. I knew that we needed a reputable promoter. I knew that we needed mm-hmm. an honest promoter. And mm-hmm. I did my uh, homework on this uh, 
uh, awesome uh, promoter, and uh, I went ahead and asked God, is this the one that is supposed to be working with us? And I believe at night he told me yes. And Daryl promised me, listen, you are in good hands. Welcome home. I am going to make sure that your group gets the proper exposure. I'm going to make sure that your group is heard because I believe in you. And he told me he wouldn't take on our group if he didn't believe in us. Mm-hmm. He heard our song. He heard our messages. He heard our ministry. And uh, here we are. Amen. Amen. Mm-hmm. Each, each one of you bring a, um, a level of talent and professionalism to the group. Um, talk about the, the chemistry that you were talking about earlier, that, that, that special something uh, um, you can't put your finger on it, but you can feel it, audience can feel it, um, you can feel it in your singing. It's something that it's a spiritual thing, and, and it's uh, connected to Christ through music. It's one of you to talk about that, how that, how that motivates you when you're singing and when you're in the rehearsal and how it, how it keeps that selfishness of of uh, big heads at bay. Well, so each of us in our own individual ministries, we are ministers of the gospel, and we sing to the glory of God first. So it doesn't matter what church home we come out of. It doesn't matter what we do in our professional life. We always put God first. So when we come into our atmosphere of singing, it's always about God. It's always about seeking him. And we each have a personal relationship with the Lord, mm. and we have a personal relationship with each other. Some of us have sung with each other in other uh, okay. venues prior to coming together as friends. So we already had a great connection. And when God puts things together, he does it well. Mm-hmm. And so when Roz was given this vision, and when she handpicked us, God had already put us on our spirit, on her heart, And he already knew what was destined for this group. Even though we thought it was going to be a one-time thing, God allowed her to see what we couldn't see, and he brought us together. And in that anniversary that we keep referring to, it was in that anniversary that someone shouted, uh, their name is Friends, and knew that this was going to be something that was going to be longstanding. So we all have our personal prayer time. We go into our personal closet, and we all seek the Lord before we do anything. So it's just easy when we come together. Even our band members, everybody has a personal relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ, and we don't do anything without seeking him first and making sure that he is the head of all of the decisions that's made. So every song that we sing, it's not just words. We live it. We believe it. And so it's easy for us to sing it with energy because that's who God is, and that's who he's created us to be. Amen. Absolutely. Amen. Oh, man. That's powerful. I like the way I like the way you all, you all have bonded in such a short time. Uh, Amen. One of the one of the things about um, singing in groups is, uh, as I said before, when I was asking y'all the question, keeping that big head at bay, and we all got it, but uh, you got to have uh, something else in you to uh, allow allow God to uh, and Jesus Christ to control that image of, of selfishness mm-hmm. in you, and that whatever you do. It's for all of us. It's for the group. That's a powerful Amen. energy to have. That will hold mm-hmm. y'all together. I'm telling you, that will hold exactly. y'all together. Yeah, my, 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 my first two experiences uh, with gospel groups and with bands, that's what killed both of them. That's what did it. Mm. That one or two. It don't take but one now. I said one or two. It don't take but one. Okay, guys, t- tell, me, tell me this. 
when we uh, started out, I did an intro of, uh, of an event coming up on April the 24th. Um, tell us about that event, and uh, I know you, it was in the spot, but y'all talk about it. And uh, is, is this y'all first event since our COVID's been in? Or this uh, uh, y'all have did other events prior to this one? April the 24th is the event. Well, uh, Freddie, we are so excited. We have this is our um, it's like twofold almost because because of COVID, we were not able to celebrate our one-year anniversary together as a group. So uh, how we are um, celebrating this year is that we are putting that celebration in with our single release. Um, we're going to have it at Lenise in and, Heldon, and New Jersey. It's going to be Lunch with Friends. That was our initial theme uh, for our anniversary, our one-year anniversary celebration. It's from 12 to 4. Um, and again, like uh, Ross said, we have comedians who are coming, two comedians who are coming. We have our only guitar who is going to open us up. Uh, we have uh, another group, uh, Lil J and the Spiritual Boys, that are coming as well. Um, we have a good amount of people. Uh, Roz is still, uh, you know, having to unfortunately turn some people away because, you know, we sold out. Our event sold out. Oh, that's awesome. Hey. I'm telling you, uh, we are. We were just uh, rehearsing before we, uh, you know, sat down to meet with you. We are excited about all God is doing. We're excited that we're now able to be in a vicinity uh, with those who love and support us to be able to, you know, sing these songs um, with them and to them and even present um, some new songs that we have that, you know, have not been heard by the public uh, as of yet. So we are so excited. We got some good things that are, are going to happen on the 24th. Uh, and I'm going to let Ross uh, add to that. And I'd be remiss if I didn't mention that our host is none other than WBLS, WLIV, Liz Black. Uh, we asked her, and she graciously agreed to host our event. And, you know, this is a celebration. This is this is to celebrate the fact that we made it and we are okay and uh, there's been people that are coming that have already testified that they haven't been out in a year, they haven't been to any events, and just the honor that they choose to celebrate with us after not, you know, being able to gather, even in their own churches. You know, I, I just thank God that he kept us. I thank God that this is happening quickly, and I thank God that even before coronavirus, churches invited us to come and minister. We were invited uh, to, you know, uh, let, you know, in encourage uh, the public. So um, we are excited about April 24th. Listen, these are some singing girls. I, you know, Tiffany, uh, her range and octaves are just absolutely phenomenal. I have one that wrote her own song. And this lead singer is absolutely fire. So I thank God that he gave me, you know, the vision to handpick these girls for this project. Our songwriter is none other than Darrell Lee from the Bronx, New York. Our manager, who has been patient and who has been 
you know, uh, just giving of himself, uh, you know, for our rehearsals and so forth. None other than McDonald's Gospel Fest director James E. Williams. You know, mm-hmm. I, I I cannot express the excitement that God is, you know, has in my spirit about next Saturday. So uh, we we're going to be ready uh, on uh, at twelve o'clock. The venue is at the New Lanese, and we're going to give it all we have to let everybody know that no matter what you are going through, no matter what you have been through, no matter the circumstances, it will be all right. It will be all right. I like that, ladies. I like that. I like that. Okay. Now, each one of you, life has a different path, and there are some special things that occurred in your life over the years that keep pointing you toward music and gospel singing. Uh, as brief as possible, uh, or as, as lengthy as you want to talk to it about, tell us about your past and some things that have happened in your life that let you know that you are going to be a part of the nucleus of the group Be All Right. Not necessarily this group, but that you would be singing gospel. What what's been what happened, say from teenage years or as you coming, coming up, something went on. Two two years ago when we first started, uh, you know we we had our lead singer that was going through some personal things. Then we had uh, our um, Dr. Taisha was trying to get her doctorate and she was going through some things. And then life just take you through some things. So you know we had to push, and we had to push some more, and we stayed. And we stuck it through. And then coronavirus happened. And they told us to stay home. And I can remember, you know, speaking to the lead, you know, singer, uh, Brittany, about, you know, I, I had a problem with not, not knowing if I was going to still be amongst the land of the living. Uh, I was uncertain, as we all were, on what was going to happen. And we were able to do Zoom calls. We were able to, you know, stay together during chat. And that is why, you know, the name Friends is far more than what we really are. Amen. And to everything that Roz is saying, she's exactly right, but we have to give her credit as well. Even with everything that we went through in these two years, she's remained diligent, she's remained faithful, and truly a visionary. Um, Even when we were going through our personal things, she still encouraged us still said, no, we got this, girls. Y'all are my girls. Y'all are my girls. We're going to do this, and it's going to happen quickly. So um, even though everything happened in life as it does with everyone, uh, she always encouraged us, keep God first, no matter what you're going through. That's not just a song that we sing. That line is perfect. No matter what you're going through, it's going to definitely be all right. Amen. And to add to Roz and Tiffany, um, a lot of us grew up in church. A lot of us had a yesterday. Um, so, you know, some of us were singing gospel all of our lives, and then some of us came into singing gospel. But one thing I know is that in this walk with Christ, you are always, always going to have some tests, some trials, some tribulations, that sometimes life throws a curveball at you, and you have no idea uh, you know, what to do, where it came from, how to handle it, how to deal with. And like Roz, you know, touched on when she first started talking, uh, me, myself, I had a situation 
that happened within, you know, my marriage. You know, um, a couple of us had some situations in our marriage, and the weekend that Friends started, um, you know, was the weekend that things in my life just turned upside down. But I am glad that before Friends even came about, uh, God had taught me how to hold on to his unchanging hand through it all, through it all. So, you know, singing gospel, um, you know, many of us, we just, like Ty said, we have personal encounters with Jesus Christ in our own time. We have our own alabaster boxes. And, um, you know, that is why we don't, we don't want to sing anything else but gospel. We don't want to sing anything else, you know, besides what the good news of Jesus Christ is. And so, you know, that's what really got us started and what keeps us doing what we're doing. Amen. And just to piggyback on what everyone else has said, I know you talked about specifically what called us into the gospel singing or what made, what experiences have we gone through. I've been singing since I was the age of two. I would go to choir rehearsal with my mom in church, and I would be sitting on the pew singing, and they brought me up to be able to sing in the choir with them, teaching choir at the age of 12 and just being trained in classical music. I've always had an ear from music, and God has afforded me with the opportunity to be able to sing his praises, and it's a blessing. My grandmother actually told me some years back that when I was a baby, she had to save me. I was in my crib, and I was choking on phlegm, and she had to put her hands down my throat to pull the phlegm out, and she knew then that there was something special about my voice or about my throat that God was going to use, and the enemy was trying to snatch it even as a baby. Mm. So I thank God for the opportunity to sing with these young ladies. I thank God for the opportunity to be able to write music. I've always had a desire to write gospel music, and he's afforded me the ability to be able to do that in this group and in other arenas to God be the glory. So I'm just giving God thanks for being purposeful, for being intentional, for being timely, because we don't know what's going on in our lives that's going to prepare us for what God has for us. And those very experiences that were meant to drive us out or to take us out, God will use to catapult us into our destiny, into our purpose, and into the place where God designed that we might be a living witness of the goodness of the Lord. And all of the words to every single one of these songs, we live it, we breathe it, we remember it, and when we're going through, we remind ourselves of those words, and God said it's going to be all right no matter what we're going through, and we are grateful. Amen. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. You know, I um, I thought about um, when you guys talk about uh, what you'd be going through and then somebody that's teamed up with you, like a husband or, um, or somebody that's in your life uh, that shares what you do. Some people, when they're in your life, they hinder what you want. They don't buy into your vision of what you, like you guys uh, want to sing, uh, singers. Uh, Talk about briefly uh, people in your life that have allowed you to excel and become who you are as a singer with uh, Be All Right. (laughs) Real briefly, I give honor to God who is ahead of my life. But my mama had us singing since we came out the womb just about. And she music is my life, and the lyrics tell the story. So we sang not only in church, we sang amongst each other. And, uh, you know, she allowed us to express ourselves with not just music, instruments as well. 
So I, I, you know, I didn't play a long time, but you know, I, I did have some sense with the clarinet. But music, she allowed music to be an outlet for us, and I thank God that my mama introduced me to Christ. Amen. Amen. Oh man. That's Amen. Great. Great. And I too have to first say, my mom. I'm like Taisha. I've been singing since the age of two in the church that I grew up in, which was Grace Gospel. And my pastor was into music. His son was into music. But my mama, Gwendolyn Burnett, was a singer. And I remember mm-hmm. watching her when I was younger and just like, oh, wow, I want to do that. I want to sing like that. I want to be just like that. And I tell you, God opened many doors. But it first started with my mom singing. And then I had the opportunity to go to high school where I was able to major in vocal arts. And I'm telling you, I went to high school in 1994 to 98. I still work with my music teacher till this day. I tell you the the things that she has taught me, even just from how to shape your mouth, how to elongate your diaphragm, and just how to make music mean something to you. The first thing when we would sing, my music teacher would be like, nope, she'll cut you off in a minute. No, you're just singing the song. What does it mean to you? You have to sing from a place where the music is ministering to you first. Then you can allow the song to minister to others. So I tell you, my mom introduced me to music. I feel, like I said, there with my music teacher. But music is just a beautiful uh, way to just give God the praise, but also to release some things. I, like Brittany was saying before, I've gone through things, and I've found that I can just either go in my bathroom or go in the car and just sing Amen. to God, and it's just truly, truly, yes. truly a blessing. Amen. Yes. Praise yes. God. And it seems like Mama, you know, Mother's Day is coming up. It seems like Mama's <laughs> support system here. Mama's also. And my mom just literally reminded me a couple of weeks ago in a prayer. She said, God, I thank you. Taisha's always wanted to be able to sing. And I thank you that you've given her an opportunity to sing with this group of friends. And I forgot that this was a dream that I've always had. And she reminded me of that. And one of the scriptures that I stand on is, I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me. And so despite what it may have seemed like something wasn't going to come to pass. You know, God just allowed a, a, over the years for people to pour into our lives and pour into our ministry and remind us that, no, God is yet able in all things. And I will be remiss if I didn't mention Michael Butler, who was a very um, wise teacher and uh, I'm going to call him a prophet, who in his own ministry of music would push us, that many of us in this group have sung with him, and he would teach us how to put ourselves in the music, but believe what we're singing, and just, you know, he pushed us to limits beyond where we thought we could go. There was some hindrances that I had in myself, and he would say, Ty, I know you're looking at somebody else and what you, the ability you think that they have, but you can do that too. And he always helped me to understand that I can, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me and I can break musical barriers if I believe God and if I depend on him to help me do that. And I also will be remiss if I didn't mention in my life right now, my fiance, Darnell Reels, who also pushes me in the music ministry and we sing together and he helps me understand breathing techniques and Ty, you got this. You can do this because of who God made you. So God has been intricate in who he has placed in each of our lives to remind us of what we are capable of doing, even when we don't believe it ourselves. Oh, yeah. Oh, amen. Now, now that's that's what I love. That's what I love about people that are in this business, placing people in people's lives that helps them. Same words like a husband and a wife. You know, you – 
you have a help me, not somebody going to be hindering you in return, where you're being, what you're doing, blah, 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 blah. You know what they are there for you. Uh, another thing that you guys mentioned a minute ago was about um, how you sing, and it must be felt in, now that's something I have been taught and I know in my life. If you don't feel it, guess who else don't feel it? If you can't yes. feel it, I guarantee you ain't nobody else going to feel it. I don't care no, how, how good you think you are, how sweet you sound. If you yes. don't feel it, sister, brother, you can forget it. Yeah, you got to come from the spirit. Oh, that's, yeah. That's, yeah. And oh, I like yeah, that. Man. When y'all said that, yeah, mm-hmm. you got to feel it first. Your mama was right on target. Yeah. And go over yourself. Yeah. Amen. You can't go. You can't sit. You can't sit nobody where you haven't been. Right. Say so. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, and you know what? Um, go ahead. Go ahead. It's good that you said that because this song, it, this song is so relatable in that God literally had us all go through something first before we could even get this song called Be All Right. We couldn't get this song Be All Right until we went through a situation where we had to know that it was going to be all right. Every situation that each group member went through was different. And, I mean, even though it was similar, it was still different. So we didn't learn collectively. We had to learn individually and then come together collectively, talk about our problems, and, like, see how God worked it out for each and every one of us. So now we are able to minister. We know that when we come together to do anything for Christ, it's for a purpose. God has a plan. He has a people that he wants us to reach. Like Rod said, it ain't just black people. It ain't just, uh, you know, northern and southern. It's all all backgrounds of people because everybody is going through something. God created all of us, whether we care for one another or not. And we know that this was purpose purposeful as to why we came together, why we're still together, and why we have a song called Be All Right. And like you said, if you ain't been through it, you can't minister about it. You can't effectively tell me how it's going to be all right or how I'm going to be healed if you ain't never been sick and had to be healed or never been, you know, in something and had to be delivered. But because we all have encountered our own situations, we can say confidently, whatever the situation is, just know it's going to be all right. Oh, great, great. You you have the keys for success. You have the keys for success. Um, spiritual indwelling, um, respect for each other. A reverence for each other, a reverence for God in your lives. You have the keys for success. Um, the other question that I wanted to, I wanted to ask you all in regards to, when you go in the studio, I know you've been together for a um, short time, and, and maybe there's not a whole lot of studio time, but when you go in the studio, who manages and keeps things on key and keep um, keep your focus. Uh, um, so that when you go in the studio, all your time is uh, valuably used. Roz, 
now. Uh, I know you've had some conversations with her before this, so you can tell that Mama Roz is not uh, <laughs> anyone or anything to play with. Uh, she don't take no wood nickels, uh, you know, and uh, she does not play. But it's because she, she sees the vision, she has a vision, she understands what each one of us possess. And she wants to make sure, first and foremost, ain't nobody getting over on her gal. Uh, And two, she wants to make sure that we understand the seriousness of what it is that we're doing. So not that we don't joke, you know, not that we don't play, you know. um, You know, you know, we have a little joke. We, you know, we're human. We're down to earth. You know, we have our jokes where we crack up and stuff. At the same time, she is a professional. She's a professional in her profession where she works. And she brings that same professionalism um, into this group. So, you know, she is about being timely. She don't play, you know, and um, I will say I struggle, you know, I struggle to be on time and I hear it every time. Uh, <laughs> you know, she's about being punctual. She wants to make sure we look good, we sound good. You know, we are carrying ourselves in a spirit of excellence. She don't play with this band. Uh, shout out to our band, our drummer, our, you know, our, our guys on the keys and the lead guitarist and our bass uh, player. You know, she doesn't, and she's not afraid. She's not afraid of any of us. Uh <laughs> You know, the men, the women, she ain't afraid of any of us, you know, and she said it, says it in the spirit of love, and we respect that. You know, she's not disrespectful, but she does want us to be respectful um, to time. You know, time is money, too. You know, you got to pay for studio time, and you got to pay for this stuff. So, you know, she just wants us to understand that this is serious. She sees where we're going, and she wants to make sure that we get there. And she knows that clowning around, and there's a time and a place for everything, as she says to me. There's a time and a place for everything, and now is not the time. So, you know, you've mm-hmm. got to humble yourself. And since you took on the vision of someone else, then you have to be humble and you have to embrace it in a spirit of meekness and know that you are now aligning yourself with the vision of the visionary of this group. So, you know, she keeps us in check. She ain't playing. And I pray one day that you can meet us in person so you can really see what I'm talking about. (laughs) All right, all right, all right. (laughs) So the the boss is in the house. <laughs> and the boss, even though the boss may not be there, but the boss know what's going on. Okay, I, 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 I give you your kudos, Ms. Ross. <laughs> Some, and they say, I don't oh mean there no slave. I don't mean no slave talk, but somebody got to crack the whip. <laughs> okay, somebody keep everybody in line. He definitely does. Yeah. And she does it in love. And she also wants to make sure that what we're presenting while we do it on the outward to to people, we have to make sure what we bring to Christ is our best. Oh, yeah. We Hallelujah. have to make sure we yeah. don't just present him. And I just don't want to – I have to be real. We don't want to present him junk. He gave his best mm-hmm. for us. Oh, yeah. He yeah. made sure the yeah. sacrifice he made for us was without fault, without blemish. He gave us his best, and we have to do the same thing. So regardless of what we're going through, we have to give him our best. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Okay, let's let's get down to a little bit of personal stuff in the, in the last nineteen minutes. Each one of you tell me 
uh, you're married, you got young ones, you got uh, what you know stuff like that. What's what's that other side that ain't that's not in the studio and not up there on that stage singing? Talk about that. Each one of them. <laughs> well, this is Tiffany talking, and my other side is I'm a wife. I've been married to my husband Sean for 15 years. We have three children oh. together. Right. Yeah. And then when you hear 15 years, you got to oh. <laughs> Fifteen years of marriage, all right. Yes, fifteen years of marriage, and to God be the glory. And it's amazing what we, the challenges we faced, and um, even going through a separation, God saw fit to bring us back together. So for that, I truly do give God the praise. Uh, We have three beautiful children together. Who, yeah, with COVID, work nerves. I didn't know I had, but I still love all three of them. We have a four-year-old daughter. Michaela, we have a nine-year-old son, Sean Jr., and we have a 13-year-old, uh, Anaya. So this is what we do, and we do full-time jobs. Me and my husband work from home now because of COVID, and my children are doing virtual learning, all three. So we got a pre-K four in school, a one in uh, my son is in fourth grade, and my daughter's in eighth grade getting ready to go to ninth grade high school. I still can't believe that I got a 13-year-old, y'all. I can't believe it, but that's my life, and I'm moving into <laughs> that thirteen year old knows everything. <laughs> yes. I okay. gotta remind Next her sometimes lady. and I'm so serious. I'm not just saying this for the radio. I gotta remind her sometimes, like Anaya, I promise, I'm mommy, I got this. Sometimes she's talking to her brother and sister and I just sit back like she sounds just like me. Didn't I tell you I and then she do like a count up one, two, and then I gotta say, Well, what you gonna do when you get the three? Because you not the mother. <laughs> <laughs> but I tell you, God is truly awesome. He's truly been a blessing. And I'm going to pass this mic on to somebody else. <laughs> Amen, uh, Freddie. This is Brittany Dawson. Um, okay. Now, now, I will say this. Outside of uh, the group friends, I am a supervisor for AAA Northeast. I'm working from home. I am also an owner of my own hair salon called Salon As I Am. Hallelujah. I'm also a minister at Rivers Edge Church of Jesus Christ in Hilden, New Jersey, a preacher of the gospel of Jesus. Uh, I am married. I've been with my husband. This May will be five years for us. Well, five All years right. married. Been All right. Mm-hmm. Um, I have one son that I birthed. Uh, his name is Justin. He's two. He'll be three this year. That's that's our quartet baby. All our kids are quartet babies now. And um, then I have two children that uh, my husband had prior to um, our marriage, nine and 15. So Tiff was talking about her 13-year-old, but we was dealing with that 15-year-old boy. I got all boys. There ain't no girls. So, you know, um, I, I, I ain't got time to be, you know, <laughs> When you're dealing with boys, you can't be no softy, no nothing. So when Rod said it, I, I'm full of fire, that's one of the reasons why. Because, you know, I got yeah. some boys at home, and them boys, they, they rough. They be tearing stuff up, you know. But, you know, I'm a mommy. I'm a wife. You know, um, I'm a daughter. You know, I have a brother and a sister. You know, a, a mom and a daddy that's both still alive. I praise God for that. So, you know, I have a lot on my plate. But I promise you, I am not tired. God says that if he has given me a certain amount of talents, that I'm to produce each talent that he has given me. So 
I pray that um, I'm doing well on my return and God's investment in me. So that's me. Amen? Amen. All right, I'm getting All right. All right. And this is Taisha, and I am a vice principal in the Patterson Public School System All in right. Patterson, New Jersey. All right. And you can imagine with COVID, it's been a bit challenging for us working from home, but God has given us the grace. He has given us the resiliency, and he's given us all that we've needed to ensure that our children are still receiving a quality and effective education. I am not married yet. However, as of June 22nd of this year, I will be married to my fiancé, Darnell Reels III, and that actually is my birthday as well. So I will adopt the Mrs. Taisha Reels. So I'm excited about that. My girls are going to be there at the wedding celebrating with us. And I just thank God for all that he has allowed me to participate in, all that he has uh, given me the ability to do. I'm very active in my church, the historic Calvary Baptist Church in Patterson, New Jersey, where I uh, minister on the praise and worship team. And God says, to whom much is given, much is required. And there is much that he has given me. And I am asking God to equip me to be able to do all that he desires me to do to show his glory, to give him praise, and to allow him to be first in every single thing that he does. Because God requires excellence. He requires holiness. And I just want to be found being holy in my marriage, being holy in my parenting when God blesses us with children after we get married. Uh, In my profession, I always want to serve God in excellence. And I'm just grateful to God for my family, for my friends, and for all that he has allowed me to do. And now I'm going to pass this microphone over to Roz, our visionary. Amen, amen. All right, I I will be brief and just say that um, I am a a grateful wife uh, to my husband, Charles Thompson, of 21 glorious years. And this man has uh, my back. This man is a loving, kind, and caring soul. And so I thank God for him. Uh, I have, um, I am a public speaker with AAA uh, Northeast, and I am celebrating 21 years at AAA Northeast as well. (laughs) And though life is busy and we, you know, we we juggle and we are expected to, you know, make sure uh, that we are doing our uh, prospective job, the man don't work, he don't eat. So I just had to make sure that. We are reminded that, you know, we are, all have full-time professions. Um, I used to introduce us as the doctor and the three professionals. Mm. So um, I, I'd be remiss if I didn't uh, say that I was grateful to my home church, the new AME Zion Church, in which uh, all of our rehearsals have been here. Um, you know, um, we uh, have been afforded the opportunity to be able to come here every Monday And I'm just grateful, listen to me, and you listen to me really, really well. I am so grateful for everything that God is doing, for work. I have not missed a day of work throughout this whole pandemic. I have not missed a paycheck. He he is my strength. He is my provider. He has given us health. My husband worked for New Jersey Transit for about maybe 27 years. And he has not missed a day of work either. And when I tell you God is good, this is why we sing it, we believe it. And I've been running ever since this song has been out because 
It is just all right, and God is just so good. He's so good. He's so good. And we want to thank you. Right. You know, I don't know how many minutes we have left, and uh, I just want to thank you for the opportunity to, to speak about this. Independent artists mm-hmm. have to work harder. So I thank, you know, Daryl for what he is doing with us. He is nonstop. You know, he don't get any sleep. And I thank God for Daryl. And if he's listening, I want him to know, uh, you know, over the airways that I'm so grateful to have met him. I'm so grateful that I was able to, you know, lay down and talk to God about him. Is he the promoter? Is he the one? He is the one. And he has done a great thing with this group. And we thank you once again for this opportunity. This is just absolutely amazing. And um, Tiffany just wants to close and say something. I just quickly wanted to also okay. add the young uh, ladies have done um, by talking about their church. I just want to shout out my ministry, World Outreach Christian Church in Jersey City, New Jersey, where the pastors are pastor, the senior pastors, Pastor Chiron Richardson and co-pastor Rebecca Richardson. They have truly also been an inspiration to me, even in music, saying there's so much more in you. Give God more. Stop holding back. And that's what we all need to remember. When God has blessed us with gifts, don't hold that gift back from God. Give it all to him. Give it back to him. So I just wanted to say shout-out to uh, Pastor Chiron Richardson and co-pastor Rebecca Richardson from World Outreach Christian Church in Jersey City who have truly, truly been a blessing in my life as well. Amen. All right. Hey, and very ladies. quickly, um, Go ahead. I just Go ahead. also need to mention um, before we close that you can visit our website, at www.anointedfriends.com. You can check us out on Facebook as Anointed Friends, and we're also on Instagram at underscore the group friends underscore. And we are available for uh, bookends, minister, whatever. We are available. We are ready to travel, ready to come out, ready to spread this song all over to wherever we are invited to. Um, so we did want to put that out there as well. Okay, you said that's www.anointedfriends.com? Yes, sir. Uh, I want to say to all of you ladies, Ross, Whitney, Naisha, Tiffany, who did I leave out? Uh, you did I get everybody? I want to say I have enjoyed. Yeah, okay. All right. I want to say I enjoyed talking to you all. I like the conversation, the flow of the conversation shows that's a sure sign of genuineness, no fake, no put on, no what, what do you call it, superlative stuff. I like the way y'all right. talk, you, you're, you're real. And I'm going to tell you, uh, I want to say a little thing about Daryl. You know, he stays on the Internet. I think I might have said this to, uh, to Ross maybe a time or two before, but I'd be on the Internet a lot, but... But Daryl be on that so much. I tried to call him and I said, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and I don't care what time is it early in the morning. We all kids. Daryl be working in the bed. <laughs> yes, yes. We thank you, Daryl. <laughs> yes. So, um, so when I ask him, see, we were supposed to do this about about seven or eight months ago to begin to interview uh, all the different artists that he worked with. And uh, so he lined them up, and and you guys were at the top of their list. That's a that's a plus, baby. Right. Y'all was at the top Praise of the list. But anyway, I've been, I've enjoyed talking to you. 
We got uh, seven minutes and uh, 47 seconds. So I'm going to say thank you all. I always uh, pray during the broadcast. I always have somebody to pray. So anybody that wants to pray mm-hmm. can pray. Uh, if everybody want to pray, however way you want to do it, but y'all y'all put your last words in and 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 and, and, and prayers, and we'll close it right there. And again, thank y'all, thank y'all. It is thank you, thank you, Freddie. Round of applause yeah. for you. We appreciate you. We appreciate all the listeners. We appreciate everyone who's tuned in. Um, again, we appreciate our promoter, Daryl, for this opportunity. We are so grateful. We don't take it for granted because, you know, it didn't have to be. Now we are going to pray. I thank God for each and every um, member of Friends. I thank God for, you know, the visionary, Ross Thompson. And we're praying as we pray that you will continue to pray for us, that God's will will be done in our lives with this group in Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Anybody got any closing words they want to say? All right, right now, let's pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, first and foremost, Lord, we just want to say thank you. Thank you for being God, Lord. Thank you for being righteous, for being holy, for being excellent, oh God. You are so worthy to be praised, oh God. We ask, oh God, that you would forgive us, oh God, of anything, oh God, that we may have done or said, oh God, knowing and unknowingly, oh God, in the name of Jesus, that may not have won glory to you, oh God. You know our hearts, Lord, in the name of Jesus, oh God. Now, Father, we thank you for this opportunity. We thank you for this time that you have allowed us, oh God. You are so gracious to us, oh God. You are so favorable to your daughters, oh God. We appreciate you, oh God, just for thinking and considering us, oh God, for this slot, oh God, on this day, oh God, with your son, Freddie, oh God, in the name of Jesus. We appreciate you, oh God, that you, oh God, thought about us being on this radio show to put us out there, oh, God, to let the world know, let those down in Georgia know, Alabama, Lord, that, uh, you know, there is a group in Patterson, New Jersey, who is singing to your glory, oh, God, in the name of Jesus, oh, God. We ask that you would bless Freddie and all his endeavors, oh, God, in the name of Jesus. Bless every group that will come on the show after him, oh, God. We ask that you would open up a new platform for him, oh, God, in the name of Jesus, oh, God. We thank you for everyone attached to him, oh, God, in Jesus' name, oh, God. Now, God, we pray, oh, God, that you would bless each and every listener to his radio show, oh God, that you would give them the desires of their heart, oh God, and that you would remind them, oh God, in the midst of what they're going through, that it will be all right, oh God. Keep us, cover us, and protect us, oh God, on your unchanging hand, Father. We love you. We thank you. We praise you. We give you all the honor and the glory. And it's in Jesus' name we say thank God and amen. 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 Hey, ladies. Ladies, it's been fun. I love it. I look forward to our next interview. Uh, we got four thirty-one, four minutes and thirty-one seconds of live streaming, and guess what? I'm going to play. It's going to be all right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, y'all, take care and be blessed. And when you say, say when you when you uh, talk to Daryl, tell him did nobody go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, right. I'm, I'm hitting back at him because I'll be telling him, man, when do you get some sleep? <laughs> All right. Okay, guys. Thank y'all. Y'all take care now. God bless you, sir. We appreciate you. Thank All you right. so be much. Safe.
Yeah. You, you too. All right. God bless y'all. All right. God bless. All right. It's going to be all right, no matter what. You stay in there on House of the Gospel Blog Talk Radio. Breaking news tonight, the coronavirus forcing millions more Americans into virtual lockdown. Over 75 million people in New York, California, Illinois, and Connecticut ordered to stay at home. What's going on, boss? How you doing? Hey, uh, calling with some not-so-good news. Unfortunately, at this time, looks like we're not going to be able to keep it. <sighs> really? I'm sorry, but that's, you know, that's the time you're living in. Need to apologize. All right. Thanks for the call. saying we are on the verge of a medical disaster. Tonight, the governors of New York, California, Illinois, and Connecticut taking drastic and historic action. Residents of multiple states told to go home and stay home as the coronavirus crisis explodes across the nation, affecting at least 76 million people. The orders...
Good evening and welcome to House of Black and Gospel, Blog Talk Radio. Enjoy. It's going to be all right. Hi, everybody. I'm Rob Thompson. I'm Brittany Dawson. I'm Tiffany McCutcheon. And I'm Taisha Hilbert. And we are the group friends. We are looking forward to celebrating with you on Saturday, April 24th at 12 o'clock. Our host will be none other than WBLS, WLIB, Liz Black, followed by some phenomenal comedians, our very own psalmist, Reverend Leo Williamson, and quartet recording stars, Little Jay and the Spiritual Boys. And we just want you to remember that no matter what you're going through, it's going to be all right. Thank you. 
David Hamilton and Chariot here on House Production Gospel Blog Talk Radio. Enjoy. Swing down Chariot and let me ride.
new music from House of Dragon Gospel, Jewel Unconverted, The One. Gospel Prophets. He's a friend of mine. He on House of Black and Gospel, Blog Talk Radio. 
across family here on House of the Gospel Blog Talk Radio. Thank you, Lord. Enjoy.
We are your internet radio. How see production gospel. It's 
especially for America.
As we forgive our indebtedness, there is no iniquity in Jesus Christ. The iniquity is in you and I. Again, welcome to House Evangelical Gospel Blog Talk Radio. With greatness on American Legacy XL. Thank you for tuning in to Conversations with Greatness on American Legacy XL. I'm your host, J.P. Reynolds. Today, we're on the American Legacy Know Your History Mobile Museum truck. I'm going to be having a conversation with Bill Salter, a legendary musician, composer, producer, and songwriter who's known for hits like Just the Two of Us by Bill Withers and Where is the Love by Roberta Flack and Donny Hathaway. We're going to have this conversation, drop a lot of gems. Let's get it. Within two weeks that I left, wow. that I had a passport in my hand. Wow. <laughs> Who knew? Well, you joined Mary McKeever and just started <laughs> traveling all over the world. Well, I, it was one Sunday I was going to a job someplace, and um, one of the percussion players at that time, mm-hmm. Danny Barahano, so God bless him, he's no longer with us, was working with Harry Belafonte. Mm-hmm. We, we both met on the subway, mm-hmm. on probably the A train. And he said, listen, tomorrow they're having auditions for Miriam McCable. Hmm. And uh, so he told me where yeah. and what time. It and I said, well, you know, I'm going to go make that. And I did. Yeah. And um, I, I walked into Mr. Be- Mr. Bella- Mr. Belafonte's um, studio. And he wasn't there. She was there and a couple of other people were there. And, um, and she stood up and she sang. One, what, one or two of her songs. Yeah. And uh, I just played along with it. Because yeah. there was no music. The music was from the soul, from the heart, mm-hmm. from uh, ears, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Spirit. Yeah. Well, that was all I needed. Yeah. That was all I needed. Oh, and, um, so much spirit. Yeah. Oh, I know there's so much spirit. And um, she, well, I, I, well, she did what she did, I did what I did. Right. And, was Monday. Mm-hmm. By the end of the week, I got the call. Mm-hmm. Come in. Wow. You did something right, I guess, huh? You know, and uh, that's where my life, really, musical life, really took off. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm a create, I can create rhythm, and I, I do more than just play notes yeah. on the bass. Yeah. I make, I guess you wouldn't call it noise, but sound. Yeah, you sure do. Uh, <laughs> you sure do. Well, maybe maybe you could call it noise. No, you can call it all, all of that. It's good vibration. Well, the point is, you know, where you know to be in the rhythm, in the moment, and, and to make it all happen, you know. And I was playing with somebody, and with somebody who was giving that out. Mm-hmm. She can't sit. She can't just sit down or stand up and sing. She's got 
Oh, baby. She, yeah, she got, I know, I know, oh, I know. Man. <laughs> And uh, so it, it was a great beginning, and it, and it became better and better as we moved. Yep. One of the first places we went was um, Tiffany Garden in um, Sweden. Okay. And uh, when we got there, we found out where our location was. But Tiffany Garden place where you have different bands and different groups playing in different spots oh, in, okay. this, in this garden. It's like a festival type of thing. Yes, okay. exactly. So, who do I hear? I hear a trumpet, mm. and that was Satchmo. Oh, mm. He was over there. He was over there. Yeah. <laughs> and heard uh, they were playing, Ooh. and I said, wow. Mm. Yeah. He really impressed me because I knew about him. Yeah. He was my brother from 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 here, yeah. you know, and uh, I, I didn't get a chance or take the opportunity to go meet him, <laughs> but uh, he had the trumpet, he had the handkerchief, he had his, he was all there. Yeah, he was all there, <laughs> yeah. I'm sure, and I, full and, force. And that, that, and that was beautiful. Yeah. I mean, I'm glad I mean, you had. when I'm you say, when, when, when you know when you read up for you and you read about Miriam Michaela yeah. and you yeah. I, you know the the, the giant that, that she yeah. has been for, for our community for music in general, right. um, and to know that you were on tour with her and you got right. to tour around the continent, our home, our home. Let me just put, let me start off this way. Yes. First of all, she's um she was preaching and uh, getting uh, dealing with the apartheid yes. in South Africa. Absolutely. And we were dealing with, dealing with the civil rights. Absolutely. Issue here. Absolutely. So they both, all, all, all this is really coming together, mm -hmm. and I'm, I'm sort of, it's all, I'm in part, I'm in, in the middle of it all. Yeah. Because it's all about blackness. Right. And right. how we, how we, how we try to get over. Right. And do what we have to do. Right. Uh, and it's the fascinating part. Uh, well, there, there are many fascinating parts. Too. Sure. But uh, my first time going to Africa was when. Um, to Kenya, mm -hmm. and the door opened up, uh -huh. and all of this beautiful, wonderful smell of the earth mm. came in. Yeah, yes. Me and my <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, I usually start cheering at this point. Yeah. But I'm not going to do that this time. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. You can let it out. Well, I, I may, may let it out at that point, but, uh, but that it was uh, so profound. Mm -hmm. It was emotional. It was unexpected. Yes. You know. Yeah. You know. You know. You, when you open a door, you walk through it. You expect to just open through, open the door. Yeah. But this was. Yeah. And that's and that was just getting off the plane, right? That's yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. I can't imagine. But uh, that's all that needed to be. Yeah. And I felt like, oh, thank you, thank you. Right. It was a welcome home. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So I knew I was in the right place, doing the right thing, etc. And uh, I was thanking God for that. Yeah. You know, it's it's interesting. You talk about Miriam McKeever being a part of that that um, that creative process yeah. during the apartheid movement, and then 
you know, here in the United States, the civil rights movement. Yes. I mean, now, right now, we have, you know, another phase of this movement, the Black Lives Matter movement. Um, and you were an artist during that time, and you were working with other artists who were speaking to those issues. Um, and I, you know, I identify as an artist who speaks to these issues. I keep being an artist and not reflect the times, right? That's okay. Type of perspective um, from from the great need of Simone. And I guess I, w- I would love to ask you, you know, what do you think or how do you think artists should be um, contributing their gift to these these social movements, these things that that help drive changes in our society? Well, I, I think you know, it, it's like it's like giving back. And it's like paying attention, and it's like uh, the only the only way we can grow and get ahead is to appreciate ourselves mm-hmm. and all the people around and where we came from. Right. And let's bring all of this with us and uh, say thank you. And uh, this is what I have to say about this. Yeah. Uh, for instance, you mentioned Nina Simone. Uh, I wrote a. I, wrote, I co-wrote a song with when I was with, with, working with Miriam McCabe uh, called West Wind. And it wasn't a political song, but it was a celebration of, of Africa. And yeah. um, Nina Simone, Miss Nina Simone, uh, recorded a, made a, a record of that also. Yeah. So there were several people who, called, who covered that song that were talking about it and, and reflecting on Africa. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, not, not, not necessarily political aspect. Yeah. Because there were other times that there were other songs that I wrote that had to do with political issues. Yeah. And uh, promoting, you know, and uh, trying to um, get <laughs> get ahead. Yeah. Black people get ahead. Yeah. So as far as you know, what can what we should be doing promote? Yeah. You know, most don't turn your back on it. Yeah. Just, just keep our eyes open, walk straight ahead, and I'm black and I'm beautiful. Yeah, that's right. That recognition is that's a song. That's right. That's a song. That's right. That's definitely a song. I'm honored to be here and talk to you because I'm a songwriter myself. So I have to, I have to just ask you, what's your songwriting process is like? Are you a binge writer? Do you write in seasons? Do you write lyrics? Do you write, you know, the actual music composition? How do you, how do you put it all together? Sort of like all of the above. Mm-hmm. Uh, one can inspiration, life, life's every moment has a tendency to give you possibility of giving you an inspiration. Uh, and it may not be you, maybe somebody else. Like I'm talking to you, mm-hmm. and uh, something may click and say, "Oh, something, something you said, or something that you do." Uh, that might say, okay, um, there's an idea here. Mm-hmm. Uh, it might be, and how you move might be a musical, may give me a, a rhythm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but more often than not, a title, a mm-hmm. phrase, mm-hmm. a saying, mm-hmm. uh, okay, I can work with that. I'll find something to say about that. Mm-hmm. And as I say, legacy. That may be, well, why not? Yeah, why not? <laughs> uh, <laughs> we're, 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 we're here at the moment, you know. Right. And uh, so that may, uh, that could spur, okay, what, what can I do about that? What can I do with that? Mm-hmm. It, it would take some thinking about and some looking around 
and they exposing, and you've got a whole room full of stuff here. Right, absolutely. And that's great. The the music might not come, but the main thing is that at this point, with a word like that, if you want to find the word, whatever whatever it is you need, to, you want to say about it, <laughs> that it, that it, that that means. Yes. And um, and they put it together. Yeah. The, the story, the yeah. storyline. Yeah. The storyline, being in the moment, being present. Right? Absolutely. Yeah, that's an amazing. That's I mean, that's an amazing creative process. <laughs> I think, right? To, yeah, to, to, yeah. to fully be present in the moment. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you you've had a chance to to. I mean, you are a legend yourself, right? Uh, I, I I call you a legend as a, as a person who looks up to your your work and your catalog, yeah. and who is a beneficiary of your work. Um, I look up to you as a legend, as a, as a great legend. Thank you. Um, Thank you. And you know, you've gotten to work with a lot of other legends, right? Yeah. I mean, the list is really yeah. really long. That's um, so I, I would, oh yeah, yeah, it's a yeah. long, it's a long <laughs> list. Right. You go through those days. Absolutely. Um, so I, I, I would love to know, like, you know, what was maybe your most memorable creative experience? Okay, I was already working with Miriam McCabe, mm-hmm. but Miriam McCabe was already associated with Harry Belafonte. Yeah. And uh, so at one of the rehearsals, I believe, um, Ralph turned up, and. Um, is being the percussionist he is, mm-hmm. at that time he wasn't quite as finite as he became. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was 17 years old. Mm. Wow. Well, not, I was worth 25 or something. Yeah. <laughs> Young cats running you know, around doing right? <laughs> exactly, you know. And, uh, but some kind of how, through the rehearsal, uh, the band leader, William Eaton, who became one of our partners also, mm-hmm. and um, uh, the gentleman who uh, does most of our uh, musical arrangement. Mm-hmm. But Ralph made himself aware because during the rehearsal he was tinkering, mm-hmm. playing around with something. I don't know where, where, whose drums they were, something like that, whatever, whatever it was. Um, and um, Bill Eaton said he, he was listening and he heard that, mm-hmm. and he knew that he was on time. He was whatever it was. It was you know it worked. He got something right. Yeah, yeah. And that's how I met. Wow. And uh, a little later on, um, it turned out that uh, Ralph and I got together and uh, he said he wanted to do an album for Harry. together doing and, and we started exchanging ideas he told me what he what what he thought we wanted to say mm-hmm. per like each song we were working on uh-huh. you know and um, I at that time was very young and much younger than say, and uh, you know ideas came easily you know uh, just whatever was happening and he had a way of expressing actually his his father was Macbeth the Great. Mm. So there's mm. a, there's a, there's a, there's another end or beginning yeah. to that. So I knew he was Macbeth the Great, and I knew that this was Ralph was his son. Yeah. So that meant that he had something going on. So we had a we had a, a natural click on it. It wasn't until later on down the line that uh, we decided to go into business together mm. you know, yeah. and create what turned out to be Antigua Music Publishing Company. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, it's it's amazing to, to to see the work you kind of put in at that time and the um, the different levels, the different hats you were wearing right? uh, as a musician, as a, yeah. the writer of lyrics and the music, right? Mm-hmm. Um, 
one of the things I, that, that's amazing to me is that you, you actually you released a solo album uh, in 1977. Myself, yes. Yeah, yes. It, is, it is so beautiful to be, right? Yeah, thank you. It thank is so you. beautiful yes. to yes. be. Yes. And uh, that's, a, that's an amazing title, no <laughs> one. Um, but two, I, I'm, yeah. I would love to know what the difference was for you in kind of being, going from being kind of the composer, the musician, the producer, to being like a primary artist. How well, was that different for you? I, the difference was I was, I don't want to say forced to do it, yeah. but the opportunity presented itself. Mm-hmm. Um, we came up um, this particular music company, uh, recording company, that um, Ralph got became involved with mm-hmm. um, at a point in time. And, um, and that also offered myself and the other gentleman, Billy, mm-hmm. um, the opportunity to to do a, our own recording with this with this company. Right. I mean, it, it was uh, really a challenge for me because you know I sing and I play the guitar and that's how I work creatively right. for creating and writing songs. Mm-hmm. But um, that's in a sense personal. That's for real. It's personal. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm doing that with myself and with the hotel rooms or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, and it became something that I started to do more so than just the hobby, which I started when I started working with Miriam McKay. Right. So the songs that are on there are songs that made personal sense to me, and if I was going to go out and, and preach, so to speak, mm-hmm. uh, then um, that's what I would preach about. Mm-hmm. This is basically who and what I'm, well, what I'm all about. That was what you wanted to say to the world. <laughs> yeah. you, got, you got an opportunity to say yeah, to the world. Absolutely. You got a chance to say it. So, you know, uh, it is so beautiful to be. Uh, it's really the bottom line of how I feel about life. Yep. So, yeah. I, you know, you, you, you had such a long kind of career. Yeah, I did. And so many different phases. You, were, you mentioned, you know, the acoustic the acoustic kind of era was transferred to the electric kind of era. Um, and, you know, I'm, I'm hip hop. You know, I, okay, I, I come you. from hip hop, and hip hop yeah. comes from all of those things, sure right? Sure and I, I had a really interesting question for you, right, in okay. terms of um, how they kind of connect. Um, you know, in 1981, you had the hit "Just the Two of Us," okay. and that was revived yeah. by Will Smith in the yeah. '90s through hip hop. Yeah. And I, I kind of, I just want to get your, your kind of take on sampling. How do you feel about the, the art or the, the use of sampling? Love it. Love it. I love it. Yeah. I'm going to tell you what happened. Um, there came a time between Ralph and uh, our publishing company. Well, he was going through a divorce. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, you know, I'm not, you know, going any further into that. Yeah. But um, because of that, um, we had our offices on Broadway at the time. Right. We had already also opened um, a studio mm-hmm. on 48th Street Broadway. Okay. So that was called Rosebud. Yeah. So we had people coming in and out of there, uh, Grover Washington Jr., et cetera. Oh, baby. And, uh, so the magic there. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> you know, during this period, mm-hmm. while he was going through the same with his, with his, with his family, et cetera, mm-hmm. uh, we weren't really doing too much in the studio. Right. There was very little, very little activity. Yeah. Um, so there was nothing new coming out before. Right. And lo and behold, the sampling yeah. came, it sort of 
it didn't even creep in. It just jumped <laughs> it in jumped there. It jumped in there. And said, oh, look, Heavy D and the boys. Oh, baby, Mount Vernon. That's right. They did. Um, I, that was our first exposure. Mm-hmm. You know? Okay. Sample yeah. Mr. Magic and yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. All right, there you go. Yeah. And um, and it went. And I said, okay, well, I like this. <laughs> you know. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and we got a part of the copyright. Right. The copyright, etc. Right. And uh, so it went on and on. Actually, he did I think two or three uh, uh, different arrangements of it. Right. You know, on, on Right. Uh, but a lot of other people started joining, you know, the deal. Yeah. You know, and, um, and I said, well, well, we haven't done anything new, but all this new music is coming out. Yeah. It's not new music, but it is new it's music. It's still living. It's still living. Right? Right. Because the new people are bringing it alive in, yeah. in another form and fashion. And I, I think it's a thing. It definitely exemplifies the greatness from, from the era you were producing music. In well, if you, had, if you do something that's, I'd say, marketable, mm. in that respect, musically, yeah. Um, then every, and everybody wants to piece of it, but those who are interested, yeah. somebody who's somebody, can say, okay, I'm gonna take, I'm gonna do this. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yep. Legendary people. You talking about me? I've, it's a new word for me. <laughs> I have to. I'm trying to work out accepting it. Peace and power to you.